Welcome to the Art of Body Language podcast, where we empower and uplift the dance community while helping them understand their injuries. The days of being frustrated about your injury are over. Before I begin this episode, I would like to invite you to reach out to me at theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Again, that is theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com with any questions about injuries that you may have. Or find me on Instagram at theartofbodylanguage. I am here to serve you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Art of Body Language podcast. I am your host, Sherelle Williams, a student physical therapist at NYU. And I am so excited to tell you guys about me and my purpose for this podcast. Um, So I created this podcast because I noticed that dancers out in the community were going to MDs and PTs and no one was explaining to them what the hell was going on with their body. They didn't explain what their injury meant, how it would affect them. They just told them, hey, uh, honey, you can't dance. You know, and and a lot of people went and they, they went to Google and the internet, it has so many different people posting things, right? It's so hard to sift through all the information. You don't know what is good, what is bad, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And so I said, I'm going to create a free resource for the dance community to come to, to find out about common injuries in the field. And guess what? You don't have to be worried about whether it's good information or bad information because I am in PT school right now. This is what I am devoting 90% of my life to studying and understanding, looking at the research on. And so I'm about to just give it to you, right? Explain it to you and hopefully help you feel better and safer about these things and have some more understanding. Uh, so right now I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to give you my email, theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Okay. Listen, as I continue these episodes, I'm going to break down these injuries in the simplest way possible. If you don't see an injury that you are dealing with, email me. I will interview you. I'll let you tell your story. I'll promote you because your story, my brother or sister, is going to inspire someone else. So that's step one of the podcast. Step two, I will break down your injury for you. We'll record it. We will move the masses and we will help the dance community heal. Does that sound good? I hope it sounds good. So, anywho, I guys, I want you guys to learn a little bit more about me. Uh, so, like I said, I am a student physical therapist at NYU, and I am a dancer. I started dancing in Clearwater, Florida, underneath a community project called The Chocolate Nutcracker. Now, The Chocolate Nutcracker was a community production, and is where I first started doing things like hip-hop, and I got my first exposure in to jazz. Um, And as I got older, uh, I saw other people in the community project doing more advanced parts, doing, you know, more technical styles of dance, like ballet and modern. And I was like, I want to do that too. What? So I decided to audition 
for a magnet program, a magnet high school in St. Petersburg, Florida, called the Pinellas County Center for the Arts. So you guys, just to let you know something, when I took my first ballet class and I auditioned for this program, I was almost 300 pounds. Uh, they did not even create a leotard in the dance store that fit me. So I auditioned. To this day, I don't remember what the heck I did in that audition. My mother always tells me, she's like, Sherelle, you went in there confidently. And when you came out, you were like, mama, I got this. <laughs> so, you know, that's the story behind it. <laughs> Luckily, I had a mother who, I, no matter what size I was, she instilled confidence in me. And she let me know that I could do anything. So even at almost 300 pounds, I was like, F it, I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I went, I got my first hunter green leotard. That was the color for the freshman. And I started ballet class and that shit sucked. <laughs> I hated ballet. Yo, my leg going to get above 45 degrees. I remember my ballet teacher, Suzanne Pomerantzaf, she's my angel. She used to say to me, Sherelle, you're turning flat. I mean, what do you mean I'm turning flat? Like, in my mind, in my body, it's like, you are on the highest releve possible. And my highest releve possible was damn near flat. Lord Jesus. I remember. I remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I kept working at it. You know, I also went into modern dance. Shout out to uh, Miss Paige. I was a Horton baby, and I fell in love with Horton. Uh, I was one of my favorite classes. And I continued to be around dancers that continuously uplifted me. Shout out to Gabby Johnson, Corey McKee, Amos Oliver. Um, oh my God, Lizzie. Uh, now uh, Flannery. Oh God, she got married. Like, there's so many more. The class of 2009 was so uh, supportive of me. No matter what size I was, everyone hyped me up. Everyone knew and told me that I was a great dancer. At no point did I feel like, hey, because I am this size 18, I can't dance. Uh, so even within that, I got a trainer because I knew that I wanted to be a professional dancer or choreographer when I was growing up and I had to lose the weight. That was my reality. So I continued to do so, and I fell in love with ballet. You guys, ballet became my favorite style of dance. Who knew, right? I learned that it was the basis of everything, and that when I did ballet, my modern got better. My hip-hop got better. When I was doing salsa and Brazilian dance, that, you know, that leveled up. You know, so I found such a love for it. And I continued to do the chocolate nut cracker. And I remember one of the, the first kind of downfalls for me with being a bigger girl at this point. Maybe I'm like a size 12. I was at a size like 18. So now I've gotten down to maybe like a size 12. And there was this a trio. It was called chairs. You guys, I loved chairs. It was a, um, a piece within the chocolate nut cracker. And I remember Laquelle Mills, she was one of the dancers that always did chairs. So now I've gotten, you know, 
my technique up. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do this. They held auditions, y'all. I was like, yes, this is my moment. I've been working. And I auditioned uh, for chairs and I didn't get it. And I remember people went to bat for me. Shout out to Monica Richardson. I remember she looked at Laverne Reed, who was the, the director and the creator of the Chocolate Nut Cracker. And she said, yo, Sherelle has worked so hard. Give it to her. And I remember she gave it to somebody else. And the other girl, she, you know, great person. She was not as technically strong as I was. And I felt like it was unfair. And I remember Laverne said to me, she said, Sherelle, maybe you should go into musical theater because they'll be, you know, more open to different body types. And after I had that conversation, of course, I kept training, but I started to audition for uh, dance programs on the collegiate level. And wouldn't you know, I started getting denials. I, yeah, I got denial. I, I auditioned at Marymount. I auditioned at FSU. I didn't get into any of their dance programs. I did, however, get into Columbia College Chicago as a dance major. But my mother, who is also disabled, really quick, my mother has been in 13 car accidents. She's had a brain tumor. She has a seizure. You would honestly never know. Anywho, my mother said to me, Sherelle, it's out-of-state tuition, but I'm going to move to Chicago. I'm going to get a job, and I'm going to help you pay for this degree. And I was like, absolutely not. No way. So I went to Florida State University. I did not get into their dance program, um, but I did have Bright Futures, which was like a 75% scholarship uh, where I, my tuition would be covered by that much. Um, and I'd be in Florida. My mother said to me, Sherelle, don't worry. Don't be discouraged. We'll get a trainer. You'll continue to lose weight. You'll re-audition. You'll get into Florida State, and you'll be a dance major. And I said to her, you know what? It's okay. I'm just going to be a physical therapist, and I'll eventually make my way into the dance world. And I'll hopefully have the money to, you know, pay for rehearsal space, pay dancers what they're worth, uh, train, not train them, we'll train them and fix them and keep them safe. And I can do things in my way, you know, and I don't have to follow anyone else's way. And so, with that in place, I became an exercise science major at school, at Florida State University, which eventually led me to getting into New York University as a physical therapy, a uh, student of physical therapy. And I remember getting to New York, this huge place, super, super huge totally out of my comfort zone. I'm a small town girl and seeing all of these different shapes and sizes in the dance world. And here I was, you know, coming from this small area, kind of taking what Laverne Reed uh, said to heart, as well as the impact of not getting into any of the schools that I had auditioned for as a dance major and being like, damn it. I didn't dance because I was worried that I wouldn't make it. 
And now I'm in New York and I've gotten into this DPT program and look at all the different sizes of dancers there are. Like Beyonce just released Homecoming and there were so many different shapes and sizes killing it on that Coachella stage. And Janet Jackson also has a bigger dancer on her tour. And I'm just like, what the hell? Ugh. Anywho, it's okay. It's okay. So, so I kind of went off on a tangent, but to backtrack, before getting to New York, um, I, I went to Florida State. I was an exercise science major, but uh, in between studying, I joined a dance troupe called Collage Dance Troupe, and they were mostly hip hop, but also did contemporary, and they were such a big part of me being sane within Tallahassee because they gave me an outlet and a place to dance and a family. So, you know, I love them. Shout out to Collage Dance Troupe. I also created a small dance company called the Tallahassee, uh, the Lady Wolves of Tallahassee. They performed alongside the Tallahassee Wolves, which is a minor league football team up there. And that gave me my first taste into what it was like to own a company. And train dancers and choreograph for them, but then also kind of take my knowledge from the exercise science degree and empower them with it and keep them safe through dance. So that was great. I, I, I threw a pool party. I met girls. I auditioned them. We would rehearse in my living room. We would rehearse on campus. And a uh, shout out to Marquis. I love him. He's an entrepreneur. You guys will hear from him in later episodes. He stood by my side. He continued to support me and made me feel like anything was possible. And I thank him so much for that, for just being my partner and holding me down and inspiring these women Oh, with me. So shout out to him. Well, come to find out, I graduate, and doing the Lady Wolves of Tallahassee was amazing, but I wasn't making any money doing that project, and the amount that people were willing to pay for dance teachers in Tallahassee was not enough for me to continue to pay my rent. So I moved back home to Clearwater, Florida, and I got a job with the Arts Conservatory for Teens as a dance teacher. So I was teaching hip-hop, and modern to kids in the St. Petersburg and Pinellas County area that either wouldn't be exposed to dance classes normally or wouldn't have the money to take these classes. And we gave them scholarships in order to take dance, but they also had voice, they had videography, they had visual arts, um, they had acting so this was such a big part of my life. And shout out to Hannah Behrens. They had an opening for the director position. They call it the studio manager. And we were having a, a meeting, a staff meeting, and Hannah Behrens spoke up and she said, Sherelle should do this position. She's great. She's organized. She has such an amazing energy. And, you know, Hannah was really one of the first people who – she she co-signed for me and she pushed me into this leadership role. And I, when I was too scared to kind of even 
ass could do it on my own, you know? So shout out to Hannah Barron. So I became, you know, this, this director for this program and I was marketing for the program. I was also teaching the before school program and the after school program. And I was doing a program within the Arts Conservatory for Teens called The Art of Healthy Living, where I rode around Pinellas County, Hillsborough County, and I got donations from Carabas, from Fresh Kitchen, from Trader Joe's, from all over. And I taught these families about eating healthy. And you guys, I will never forget one day I did a bonding dinner and it was spaghetti. So the base was spaghetti squash. And then of course I had my sauce with ground beef. I did like an appetizer, which was sweet potato chips and mango salsa. And I remember I had this mom say to me, Sherelle, thank you so much for exposing me to this meal. You know, I didn't know that I would enjoy spaghetti squash one and two my husband loves spaghetti squash. You know, he was skeptical at first, but he tasted it and he loved it. And I am just so excited to now have a vegetable that my husband will eat. You guys, that meant the world to me. I was so happy that I was able to impact, you know, just one person, you know, through healthy eating because healthy eating had helped change my entire body and my mindset. And I just wanted to continue to impact my community. So, you know, I will never forget that moment. You know, so I stayed with the Arts Conservatory for Teens up until I left um, for physical therapy school in New York. And, you know, that is when a whole new life started for me. I like to say that's when Sherelle, the artist, kind of merged with Sherelle, the the scientist and the nerd. And that created a whole new bulk of issues for me. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me, my dance journey, my dance background. I, I just wanted to give you guys just a personal look into my struggles, you know what I mean, and the fears that I have. Um, so definitely stay tuned for next week. Next week, I'm going to go into how I became Sherelle, the student physical therapist, and how dance impacted that, and how physical therapy impacted dance. So stay tuned for next week to kind of figure out and see those new struggles that came into my life. But I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening to the very first episode of The Art of Body Language. Uh, Again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to be interviewing dancers. I'm going to be breaking down their injuries. So if you have questions, if you want someone to talk to about your injury as a dancer, please email me at theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. All right, folks, that's all I have for you today, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Art of Body Language podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to my show. This episode is sponsored by Twerk From Home. Twerk stands for the whole body exercise routine that cares. 
where we help people who are tired of traditional forms of exercise build confidence and fall in love with getting active in a safe and purposeful way. We are located in New York, New York, and have just launched the VIP Twerk From Home Experience. If you or someone you know are interested in having an exclusive twerk shop from the comfort of your home, please contact us at viptwerkfromhome at gmail.com. Space on the schedule is limited. If you enjoyed this episode and you believe it would benefit a dancer that you know, please be sure to share it with them. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Art of Body Language. If you'd like to connect further, please email us at theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Again, that is theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Thank you, and make sure to tune in to our next episode. Have a beautiful day.